You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show. I'm here with my man, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? What up? I just didn't remind everybody that this is part of the Weird Science family of manga podcasts, but there you go. It is a family, or as the kids say, a fam. We'll end up going through a bunch of books today, including Luke's banger section, which it is... It's banging. It's banging on the door to be the longest section oh, ever. No. It's what it's banging on, Luke. Aww. So we'll see how that all goes. And plus, sure to be some shade thrown at me because I did desperately try to get up to date with marriage talks. And Uh-oh. I ended up where I could have done it. But by that Could've, point, Luke Hollywood already recorded the section done with done. marriage talks and on it. And I'm like, well, if he's going to do that. I'll, I'll be I'll be ready next week with that. I only have about five chapters left to catch up, so it's not that bad. And then we'll see if I get to the polar opposites as Bada we go bing. forward, adding things. We're going to prove to ourselves tonight that we can get through these in a timely manner, but still have some fun with it. But Along the way. before we do that, go over to the Twitters at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And also head to our Patreon, patreon.com. Slash Weird Science Manga helps us out with all the things that we do, and you get early access to most of our shows. To begin with, what are we starting with, Luke? Well, we kick things off with Kaiju number eight, chapter 72's Japan Japanese Defense Force map all over the place. I uh, I meant to hit the ding sound, not <laughs> like you were telling a joke. And here it is, Kaiju number eight. I actually really liked last issue or last chapter. We've been liking Kaiju a lot lately. Yeah, and Kikaru is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. So the idea, last chapter of having the feels of her taking on the weapon four that was her mom's, also kind of stepping into her father's shoes as well to go forward and say because all of Japan's under attack. Mm-hmm. They need everything they can do. Maybe some of these guys and gals are even going to get get rushed into these weapons to go off and do things. But it was a really cool deal, and it really, I thought, was one of the best moments of the last time we talked about it. Was it last oh, yeah. week or the week before? And so when we get to this chapter, yeah, you kind of don't progress it that much. Yeah, it's more of the same, which is good because we like that, but we don't really get much going on with the plot. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's less of the feels here. While you still will have, you know, oh, my God, she's just like her mom and her dad. She's the best of both worlds. Hannah Montana. Since she activates Weapon 4 here and goes, it's like, oh, my God, we've never seen anybody that fast since her mom. It it keeps going. Hikari, it was her mom. So when you have all that, the play here, though, is that she goes in and, okay, hey, everybody. We play back up. We're going to end up distracting this kaiju to give Kikaru a little time and space. She's mm-hmm. new to this, whatever. She doesn't need it. She don't need the cover she fire. She wrecks house. She destroys this kaiju, and the covering fire is too slow. It's going <laughs> to get in their way. She doesn't need any help. I know that they will feel bad if they don't. Yeah, it's like the participation awards going exactly. on here. Exactly. They Jeez. need to do something so when they cash their check at the end of the week, they don't feel bad. But oh boy. she just destroys things. And if you, I don't know who, you even said at one point, you're not exactly the biggest Kikaru fan. No. Uh, but I don't know that you could hate her. But if you did hate her, 
you'd hate this chapter because oh, yeah. she really just comes through full out. And then even then there's like a little back and forth with her and Narumi. Hey there, you know, big butt and stuff like that going. They don't say big butt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say ass, but it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, my dim-witted apprentice, hey, my ass mentor. Even big, that sounds yeah, sus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ass mentor. Uh, but Uh-oh. it's that nice. That's the kind of dialogue that you get, you know, especially yeah. in a group like the this. The going, going on point. So I don't know where this one went. <laughs> I, it always is the first The first review always oh, goes good attention. Wonky, but you do end up having this kaiju just get destroyed. But Sliced and diced. everywhere else, they're still under attack. So Uh-oh. that's good. That's fine and good in that area. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen in the other areas? And again, we're done. That This is how quick this chapter yeah, a goes. A lot of splash pages, a lot of big slicing, very quick. And so what you do is, okay, at this other spot, we're going to need weapon 10. And there you go. You have Hashina, who is already Ooh. in there and ready to go. And I like him as well. So He's got a tail. Yeah, he does. Look at that tail. Also, a bowl cut is why I always can tell it's him. Oh, boy. Just says. The transformed power of a monster now lies within his body. I'm like, all right, like we are just getting the same thing, but it, it's it's okay. Mm. I don't mind because this is what we have wanted all along. We want to see everybody in the weapons. We want to see mm-hmm. everybody, even not in the weapons. We want to see them all come together and fight off a massive kaiju. That's what we're getting. We're getting a massive kaiju attack. Yep, it's nice to see some ass kicking. I might as well just keep saying Uh-oh. ass. I mean, really. Because that went wrong. What would you give it? I thought it was solid. Yeah, like you're you're right in what you're saying. It's a good way, having all these numbers weapons, it's a good way of getting all the guys that were just soldiers to be up on Kafka's level. You know, because it was almost like they were a different, because he's fighting the big top hat monsters, but now these guys can go toe-to-toe with the big guns as well. So it's a good way of getting all our cast kind of upgraded. Uh, and it's nice to see them all shining here. Like we do see Kikuru, Doing more of the same, really, that she was already doing. And that's solid, especially if you're a Kikuru fan, you're going to really like this. But if you're not that crazy about her, there's not that much going on with this chapter to keep you satisfied for two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So I'm just going to go with a solid 7.5. Okay, I'm actually a little bit uh, higher, but I'm going to go 8. Nice. I ended up going real high last chapter. The idea mm-hmm. that, you know, Kikuru was using her mom's weapon so i i really do like that but she has her daddy's eyes yeah yeah <laughs> and just moves oh so my goodness. with all of that we'll move on to the next chapter which is what the next chapter we have today is the spy x family's mission number 69 dude. 69 dude oh, we oh. end up going into this and i don't know if you're an older fella or or lady or whatnot Uh-oh. uh you might get a kick out of the idea that the leader billy squire has mm. been confirmed to be in the country. And Billy Squire, if people don't know, was a rock and roller oh. back in like the 70s and 80s. Did he have the Red Circus group? <laughs> no, but no. he ended up uh, having a video that was so sus it ruined his career. Oh, I sing at some point. He started mm. disco dancing a bit Uh-oh. in the videos. Actually, it was more like a let's get physical type of. Oh. You know, it's weird, but it kind of mm. ruined his deal. You can't be a rocker and do that stuff, but. He has been confirmed with his Red Circus group, and they end up where it looks like right away you have the school on a field trip, and you get the tropes that you expect, but it's pretty fun, Mm -hmm. and you would think that they're going to kidnap him. Even with that, I thought right away, 
why would they just go on a normal trip like this? There's some big to do kids in, yeah. in this bus. And these aren't like, uh, I, well, they do have an escort, but like, this is just a regular bus. They don't have the fancy, no, fancy buses. Exactly. Damon, Damon, he's pissed because he wants the fancy bus. He's but riding right with the commoners. I mean, what could they do? Kid, if they kidnap him, first off, I don't know that his dad would care, but if he did, <laughs> you could really cause a lot of problems. Oh, so he's there and he is, he, he comes off as a real jerk. Through this whole deal, except that he does want to give a little bit of the cakes to Anya because Ooh. of the whole handkerchief incident. But in this whole play, Anya's excited, and then Becky's like, "Really? This is for little kids?" Like she's all <laughs> snooty. Anya thinks back to Chapter sixty-seven and the Whoa. idea of how you bamboozle or spy boom boozle a guy basically you beat the crap out of them until they do what you want Easy and, peasy. and she starts thinking of how she is going to get damien and how she's got and it's the craziest plan ever all this is going to start with anya throwing a rolled up piece of paper at damien and then giving one of the best meme faces ever the <laughs> call me an uggo face which it's just crazy and then he looks at her and just throws the paper back and hits her right in the middle of the face. Boom. She gets upset, yelling, my plan failed. Becky has no idea what's going on. And then Damien takes this as, oh, she's mad because I didn't give her the, the sweet cake and I'm just going to give it to her now and get it over with. Again, that back and forth that we have. Bully boy's coming through again, right? Uh-oh. Always raining on our parade. These jerks, they see this cake. Oh, man, boss, man, you brought the snacks. They're going to share the cakes. So everybody's eating snacks now. I don't know that they're supposed to be, but Beck even says, hey, Anya, you got the snacks? And she's like, yes. She's got peanuts. And then, oh, is that all you got? No, I got these. Different flavored peanuts. And everything goes the wrong way. But they're going to the museum is where they're supposed to go. And when they get to where they're supposed to turn, they keep going straight. This teacher Uh-oh. has been set up to be killed. I'm telling Tokyo you right now, there's too, many, <laughs> there's too many important kids in this bus ta- yeah, he, to really I, go this route. He should have stayed in bed, called in sick. Uh, this is not a good day to be going to exactly. work in here. It's going to be big trouble because Uh-oh. Billy Squire. Ooh. Oh, my goodness, Billy Squire. But, yeah, all this where the people who are there the escorts but they're in another car they get cut off they're mm-hmm. going and you end up having this billy squire go in i legitimately thought he killed the teacher i thought that was exit wound it's uh, not you know like a I mean? bang sound effect but it, no. lo- it looks like it could be he, you know he tased him he still might be dead oh who knows? you don't want that to toby right at this point just as an aside, if, in fact, sometimes you relieve yourself when you do get tased, <laughs> oh, don't start no. taking pictures of them, kids. You're going to be in the Tokyo underworld. You'll be right there. Problems. You're already on the bus. You Halfway just have to get to, the, just get to that bridge. Holy moly. But, yeah, they're taking this over, and they're going to end up kidnapping these kids. We're That's the, the captains deal. now. Yeah, and we're the Red Circus, and we've hijacked your bus. If you want to live, you'll do exactly what we say. Because these guys are armed and dangerous. I mean, so I yeah, know. he ends up opening the door and shooting the, the escort car Uh-oh. and you know, shoots the tire out. That thing goes skidding off right into a tree. They're dead. They're dead. Tokyo Underworld. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, everybody's scared. Everybody doesn't know what to do. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that is. That's pretty cool. And I don't know. If we end up too long, I will laugh that we'll just be like, this will be called the bus then. But Uh-oh. hopefully it'll be quick and 
and to the point, but mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the Anya stuff and the, you know, the meme faces and her obliviousness, <laughs> Anya being Anya, is so good uh, when there's situations like this that I mm-hmm. do always love. So what would you give it? I thought it was solid. It's set up, I suppose, for this new arc, but it's been a while since we've had like a new story arc going properly. We've been just kind of doing one and dones for a while now. So I'm looking forward to seeing something moving. And this could be like the potential of having the school shenanigans mixed in with the spy shenanigans, which I think is always the funnest. But I really hope that we do see like, I don't want it to just be Twilight saving the day or your saving the day. I hope we do see because the kids are really what makes this book so good. So we can see. I don't know, even teaming up with Damien and the Bully Boys. Oh, it'd be funny if they business. somehow take down an uh, armed guy who's yeah. a major. That'd be crazy. It'd be amazing. And so we'll have to see how it plays out. But mm-hmm. what would you give it score-wise? I'm going to go very solid 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to go 8.5 as well. Banger. It's always good. And the, the Anya stuff is worth the price of admission, Boom. as they say. And we'll move to the next book and the last book of this first section. Ooh. What is it, Luke? Well, we round things up with the Tanta Dance, Chapter 78, A Pulse Pounding Night, Badum Badum. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. You end up where this is This is another really quick chapter. Mm. It really is. But so sleepover shenanigans. You end up having Momo and Vimola. They're not on the run. They're actually not on the run. They have to stay in the house. Grounded. Because the slit-mouthed woman Uh-oh. is after them. And the, if you don't remember, they ended up saying, mod 10 times that they thought that got rid of the slip mouth woman it only made her go away for a little now they'd have to say it a hundred times probably before you know getting put in the mirror or killed Mm -hmm. so you end up having granny say you end up and the idea of this is like you have to stay inside between 10 at night and 5 a.m but it seems like she's really pushing it to be like just a couple nights whatever that she's Mm going to take care of it She's going to do something. This doesn't seem like, hey, this is going to be forever. Like the new normal. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, it really feels like, okay, I'll take care of this while you got, but you guys have to stay in your room at 10. And also, yeah, you can't have any mirrors around. You have to cover them. If you do all that stuff going on, you know, put the curtains with the windows and they're going to go to bed. And then the worst is granny, because y- you end up almost says, well, this will be easy. I mean, 10 to five, she probably sleeps longer. Than Sleepy that time. says, I'll go to sleep, and then great, she has to mention it. Oh, I don't think you're going to be able to sleep. But like, oh, why are you mentioning that? Great. I mean, seriously, like, try to figure out ways that you can help them go to sleep. Don't just like, point you know, that maybe, out. You know, like get a sleeping mask, put on that. You know, ASMR, Some more milk. Yeah. I don't know, heroin. Oh, it always I works. I don't know what big. other parents use, but still, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's funny. Like, not funny, but Tanya. Tony was talking the other day about how when she couldn't go to sleep as a kid, her dad would give her whiskey. I'm like, oh, yeah. they are Irish, so anyway, it makes sense. You know, it, it, works. it tracks, is what Spider they thing. say, you know. But yeah, so they end up, all right, well, easy peasy, I'll go to sleep. Ooh, if you can. Ooh. Like, why Why would you say that? And then, and that's like, like, just that's, go to bed. That's how she leaves. She, she's like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Adios. <I'm> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sayonara, sucker. But don't leave the room. Don't leave the house. Don't open the window. All that stuff. So you end up where I love where Momo is like, okay, should we go to sleep? Momo's out. She's out cold. I Done. You could guess the idea that if anything, she didn't understand what Granny said when she left about like, <laughs> if you're able to, like, 
the, the pressure was off. She yeah. went to bed. Yeah, it's it's like one of those deals again. It's like, you know, you have something big the next day. But I thought this was going to be sleepover shenanigans. Uh-oh. Like, this was the way that they'd be up and giggling and stuff, whatever. Talking but about no, boys. Vamola is out with, I mean, drool going down the like, side she of the is face, out like, for out, the out. count. Yeah, and you end up where Momo can't sleep. And she's like, I can't sleep. Man, I usually fall asleep very quick. Oh, why can't I? And you do play that deal where she is like, Adjusting this, doing that. Well, Vimola's just like, I mean, she looks dead in that bed. Look at that part. Oh my <laughs> goodness. But you end up from outside and the curtain, it's a good play. The curtain has to cover the window. You mm-hmm. can't look out because that could be trouble. You don't want the slip mouth woman to know where you are, even though they know she said she knew where she lived, but she's, and it's, yeah. it's Ocaron. Like, hey, Miss Iassi. Now, in that, here's the play of this whole deal. Number one, did you ever, even at the beginning, think it was Ocaron? No way, no, there's Jose. No way. This there is, is no so way. sus and really, like, Momo, I, now, yeah, maybe she's just gone a little bit goofy because she can't get to sleep, but this girl should figure this out. It, it takes her an awful long time to, you know, put things together. Exactly. Spoiler, this is the slip mouth woman out oh there pretending goodness. she's Ocaron, seemingly being able to, you know, do voices. Oh. She's a modern-day rich little, right, Luke? <laughs> And you're like, who the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so she heard her. It's Miss Sayasi. It's me to Okaron. So there we she's go. like, Okaron, what are you doing? I'm just out here. And you even have the little, you know, face bubble. But mm-hmm. he's mentioning a lot of people. But, you know, Miss Ayasi, Miss Seiko, you know, Granny. Mm. And that's the play here. And I think it's kind of funny at the end. What it really seems to be the, the kind of small layer of this is the idea of. Okaron always talking formally. Mm-hmm. He's always like Miss that, Mister that, whatever. Somehow the slip mouth woman knows this. I don't know how or why she knows anything about. She's been Okaron. reading that Dan to Dan Wikipedia. Yes, she's been hanging out in the bathroom mirror, watching him as he showers. I don't know. Sus. I don't know why that would make you formal or informal. But <laughs> so playing the game here, and then it gets to the point where it, if, even if you didn't suspect. That it was Ocaron. In the, the whole situation, woman. like he comes in saying, Oh, I'm going to leave one of the manga that you le- loaned me. I'm going to return it. I'm like, At this hour of the night? Yeah, what? this hour. And also, I guess, I mean, again, how does the slip mouth woman done her homework? But in that starts going, Well, I wanted to protect you because I'm doing it out of love. Ooh. And there you go. That's a, that you just went way too far Jumped with what shark. would be said or whatnot. I think that it's weird because then I thought that Momo realized it at that point. Like, okay, this is but a bribe. But she's struck, Jim. She can't see sense. She already sees sparkles. <laughs> and she's like, oh, man, why can't you tell me that tomorrow at school? All Ooh. this stuff to go on. And like, oh, oh. And he's like, oh, sorry, I understand. You know, go to sleep, Miss Ayasi. Good night. And then you end up, she gets up and says, I want to see you. And you're like, you dummy. What are you doing? <laughs> And she starts getting dressed. Oh, again though, she's gonna throw a test out here. Why go this far? Why not I just say she it right sees away? That sign and that like twigs it in her head. She's yeah, like, oh yeah. She's like, okay, I'm gonna get dressed. She's <laughs> look at that outfit. It's like she <laughs> everything's on her. She's got like Stylish. eighty layers. Looks like the younger brother in Christmas story. She goes over and <laughs> sees that, and then says, actually, Okaron, are you planning on hanging out with Gigi tomorrow? Oh. Now, with that, it's a p- weird play. And I think that, 
you know, the Slipmouth woman makes a mistake because you hear Gigi informally, you know, Gigi tomorrow. I'm surprised that didn't do the opposite or whatever went, but like, oh, no, I'm not hanging out with Mr. Gigi. Uh-oh. Now, in this book, when you're reading, I think the cool play is when you see Miss Iassi and you're reading it in your mind or you hear the voice mm-hmm. in your mind, that does not sound wrong. No, it, it's that's what been it, the regular It's, it's from always the start. been. When you read Mr. Gigi, Uh-oh. It, it throws it all Something's off. Up. It's all off there the way, and that's where she realizes it. And I think that this is a nice little chapter because then she realized, like, now, now I'm going to fill you in here. Okaran doesn't call him Mr. Gigi. He, that's the only one. And it's a nice thing. You don't even, what it does is it sounds wrong, but then it gives you that kind of layer feel of, yeah, he is only informal with Gigi. It's a nice thing that he's actually, you know, that's his buddy now. Mm -hmm. And and so he just calls him Gigi. So it's a nice thing to, you know, kind of throw out there. And then that makes the slip mouth woman go nuts. And she's she like really desperately mental. trying. I want to see you, Miss Iassi. Please come out. Freaks out. And then you go and you see her outside. And it's like, oh, my God, it's the worst. Keep Look at her with that crown. Shut. Oh, my oh goodness boy. gracious. And then, yeah, trying to like rip everything apart to try to get to that. But Jeez. And bullet doesn't harm her at all. She's sleeping pretty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she is. She's out for the count. So it ends with that. And it's a nice. Like I said, it's not the biggest or greatest chapter. I I can't rate it too high because not that much happens. But you end up having that little deal of kind of being reminded about the informal form. It's just kind of nice. But there's not much to it. I mean, I can't. I'm not going to be able to pump this up that much. There's not much to it. But in the end, I I really didn't think we were going to continue on. With the slip mouth woman mm. this long From when yeah. we saw her and whatnot, I thought it would be something way down the line Maybe mm-hmm. or what But here she is and we'll have to see what happens Because like I said it seemed like Granny Has a, a plan maybe Or they'll be able to do something Or maybe it's one of those I don't know it almost felt like too Like if you can avoid her the one night You're free for whatever I don't Survive know Survive the night like if Momo's gonna, Momo's not gonna be able to get any sleep. She's gonna have bags under the bags. Yeah, under she's her gonna eyes. have problems tomorrow. Oh, How boy. Is she, she gonna fall asleep in school? And then Momo would be like, "What's going on with her? I slept like a baby." But, a big, uh, but what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was solid. Not the best chapter we've ever had, but a nice, like just a nice character moment. I think like that's even if we were saying, "Oh, she's a big dummy for even listening to this in the first place." That Mister Gigi and throwing it off it. It's paying it off for people who've been reading it for a long time. So I did like that. Uh, and really, like, it does get dark towards the end. Like, when you do the page turn and you get, like, it's almost like a horror manga vibe. Tokyo Underworld vibes. Holy moly, it's disgusting. Yeah, and, it's uh, creepy. I like her crown. <laughs> that, always, that made me giggle before, but I, I did like that. Oh, uh, boy. But I agree. But what would you give it? I want to go solid 7.8. Yeah, I think I'm going 7.5. And again, one of my favorite books that's out there. And I just I can't go much more than no. that. It's it's nice, but you know, you kind of it's yeah. it's one of those you're not gonna remember this chapter. Not the best chapter we've ever had. You do see how she did want to hear those words of love Ooh. from the Ocaron. So that was pretty cool. That is the end of our first section of books, some bangers there, I'd Boom. say, right? Not really, but maybe. <laughs> uh, but we'll go to some bangers coming up. Oh. It's Luke's bangers. The biggest oh, bangers around. He's going to be banging on the drum of shade throwing. And boom, I'm sure boom. it'll be 
him sleeping. He's tired. He's sick. Uh, he's got right. five kids and other things to do. Can't and relate. he's a really great guy. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, without him, what would I do with my life? Like, <laughs> like that. I was kind of shaking. Yeah, oh, enough. my God. As as I'm the slip mouth woman outside your window. Uh-oh. Come out, Luke. I love I want to see that PlayStation sweater. <laughs> Bring your PlayStation sweater, Luke. Oh, no. Oh, but we'll go off to Luke right now. What's up, Manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast on the Weird Science Very Weekly Manga Review Show, Weekly Manga Review Show, where we talk about the books weekly, very weekly. Does exactly what it says on the tin, every week, bada bing. Every week, I am here, solo, no Jim involved. Jim is sleeping right now while I'm recording this. So we can get real goofy, everybody. Oh, boy. And here it is for another edition of Luke's Big Bangers. Working title. We can workshop it. We can figure something out. But I like it because uh, it does exactly what it says on the tin. I'm Luke. Here is some big bangers. And we are going to discuss them promptly, efficiently, get the job done. No nonsense. No messing. And we'll be in and out quick. There we go. Famous last words. Yes, indeed. And ladies and gentlemen, exciting turn of events this week because no My Hero Academia on the chopping block. So we're going to have to get creative. We're going to have to open up the pantry and cook up something a little fresh. Oh boy, food wars indeed. And I have pulled out what I think is a delectable dish that will be to your liking. I think it is a sufficient banger for Luke's Big Bangers and a sneak peek at what is to come because we do have a book here that will be joining the main roster. Ooh-wee. And it was supposed to be joining it this week too. Ooh-wee. But Jim got very sleepy and didn't get a chance to read all them books. He's very busy editing and he don't be having time to do the readings. Oh, jeez. But that's okay, because Luke's here for Luke's Big Bangers, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to discuss some big bangers. Whoa, it's crazy. And I don't get much bigger a banger than the sleeper hit Marriage Toxin on one Manga Plus. Yes, indeedy. I don't hear nobody down at the Five and Dine down at the rec center discussing this banger of a book, but they really should because it is rock solid ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you there ain't a book that is more solid than this every week without fail satisfying read i'm not saying it's book of the week every week but i tell you what it ain't the worst book you'll ever read either not when you're reading super smartphone oh boy r.i.p that went this week i don't think anybody's gonna miss it sorry to all the big super smartphone fans out there but i i was not one of them but i am a fan of this book absolutely banger indeed marriage toxin i can't remember if me and jim discussed this book in a manga monday i don't know i think we might have uh, let it slip but i'll tell you what i've been reading it since since week one and i've been having a blast this is a rock solid book it's got it all it's got action it's got great funny characters fantastic art if you're a fan of sakamoto days and i'm not just saying that because it has assassin business in it which it does but if you like that kind of fast-paced action that kind of uh, action movie uh, bullet train john wick i'm thinking of action movies you know all those all those types but in 
in the, the manga form, uh, but I would say even maybe a bit more of a likable cast as well. There's a, a, a greater degree of gems in this book, believe it or not. You gotta be trying Marge Toxin, I'm telling you. And ladies and gentlemen, oh boy, is it your lucky day because this chapter just so happens to be a fantastic jumping on point. I'm telling you, no better time to be high. The stocks are high in marriage toxin stockbrokers, and I'm here to broker a deal with you. Oh, I'm no businessman, but I'm here to talk about a big bagger indeed. Yes, Marriage Toxin, Chapter 24, fantastic jumping on point. Why is that? Well, we have to give you a little bit of a lowdown on what this book is. Now, we're not going to go too deep into it, because we haven't got all day here on Luke's Big Bangers, but we'll get the job done. So, the main story is you have this dude, Gero, or Gero, I prefer Gero, and he is a poison user. He is an assassin specialist. He is a big deal. The poison users are the Mac Daddies of the Assassin Underworld. Not to be confused with the Tokyo Underworld but another variety of Underworld of the Assassin kind and he is pretty high up there. They be doing business. He is a big deal. But the problem is he'd be so good at the poisonings but he'd not be so good at the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Problems are being had and that's big problems because he needs to be getting himself uh, the next generation you know the protégés you know he needs to have an heir so he can pass on the ways of the poisons and to do that you know uh, you need to have a lady friend to be doing business so he is having trouble in the first chapter he ends up bumping into this lady who is actually a man believe it or not and trust me that got Jim real confused I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it if you want to know the, all the details just go read chapter one I haven't got all day yeah, the, the long and the short of it is that this lady Kinosaki happens to be you know working the, the dating business pretty good she's got the sugar daddies and the sugar bobbies and she is going to help Gero find himself miss lady right oh my goodness and that's what this book's been all about they've been going on different dates with different girls going against a different assassin specialist we had sound user he was pretty crazy we have bug user he is a big gem he just got married a couple of chapters ago that was the banger indeed but we're going up against all these crazy shit shenanigans with different assassins and we have these different girls so each girl is a different arc if you look at it that way and we have a new girl here and the start of a new arc so absolutely perfect jumping on point hop on this business right now everybody Woo! let's get going so marriage talks in chapter 24 we kick things off in the arcade which is still pretty popular in japan believe it or not uh, lots of people hanging out a perfect date spot so I'm told. Oh my goodness. And we have, that's what's going on here. We have Gero and Kinosaki. They're looking at the ways of the dating tactics in the arcades. They're getting the claw machine going to get the buff cuddly animal toys. And then they have crazy business. He's not so good at the arcade claw machine. But he is pretty good at the whack-a-mole or the whack-a-eel. So he's able to handle that. But that kind of scares the girls more than impresses them. And then they're going to go and they're going to go take some photos. 
but we do see as they're going to go into the photo booth, shadowy, shadowy person, sus, in the corner. Problems indeed. And we do know, as they discuss while they're getting the photos taken, this is how marriage talks and works. There's no wasted space. We're going to get all the crispy details that we need very efficiently. They're chatting up there gossiping about the assassin hunter. And that could be who that crazy shadow is. Because we have been seeing in the background in the last couple of chapters, there has been this crazy assassin hunter out there. He's been taking out assassins one after another. He's even been able to take out a couple of specialists. He got Dan the Dismemberer and Kushima the Spear User. That's a specialist spear user. That's a top-notch assassin. That's a big deal. So this assassin hunter is serious business, which makes it pretty sus when there's a sus shadow watching them as they take the photos. And then they're all done. They go out of the photo booths. Kinosaki's telling them. Gero doesn't really know what this is all about, but Kinosaki says it's about making the memories and a reminder of the fun we had at the arcades. Bada bing. You just gotta remember that nothing feels as good as getting lost in something you both enjoy. And they have a real cute photo booth picture. Oh, it's adorable. But they're about to get going when, uh uh-oh, a new gem has entered the building. Ding! We have this lady who looks very serious and she says, Hikaru Gero, me and you need to talk. But before that, let me get a picture with you guys too. Oh boy! She's blushing. So this is Kimi Arashiyama-san. And what an adorable name that is. I'm already smitten. Oh my goodness. So they're in the cafes and they're having a little chat and she has a job for Gero-kun. She has come all this way But really, they should be happy because a beauty like her is born only once every 10 million years and they are blessed to see her. And then she has the photo proof. They all took cute photos. And Kinosaki is not very impressed. They get going, I'm not going to listen to this lady. But she says, no, wait, just hear me out a bit. Oh my goodness. Turns out that she's a specialist and she's got a special offer for Gero. She wants Gero to protect her until that assassin hunter is dealt with. She's going to let him protect her. What a privilege that is. And Kinosaki's still not impressed. Let's get going, Garo. I don't like the, the cut of this lady's jib at all. Oh, no. She's like, you're a specialist. Why don't you protect yourself? It didn't work for Spear Guy, but it might work for you. But then she starts blushing and crying, and she says, I'm not that kind of specialist. I'm no good at the fighting. So what is she good at? Good at stealing my heart, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. And here's where we have uh, a gem moment from Gero, who, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, he might be the poison user, but there's nothing poisonous about that big old heart of his, the lovable glasses that he is. Oh my goodness. He is a a nice boy indeed. A gem. And he says, let's hear out this Kimi Arashiyama-san. Let's see. She is a professional, but if she's asking help from a complete stranger, then she's got to be in a fierce amount of trouble. And he wants to help her out. And this, this is enough to send Arashiyama over the edge. She's blushing. Sparkles. Is this a shoujo manga? See her swooning. Oh my goodness. She cannot believe that the 
Hikuru Gero from the famous Poison Clan is so nice and so thoughtful and she is already smitten. Oh my goodness, can't believe that he's willing to listen to me. She was putting on like the big, you know, the big talk saying, oh, you should be lucky that you're talking to me. But really, she's lucky to be talking to him because these Poison Clan dudes are a pretty big deal in the specialist assassination world. And she's so happy. He lifts her up like a princess and she doesn't faint, but she might faint in his arms oh my goodness blushing and then she grabs and holds him and hugs him tightly oh my prince and she's smiling and then she says come at me assassin hunter there's no way you can get me now me and my prince Gero over here and Gero's still a little flabbergasted he's thinking I haven't even accepted it yet and Kirosaki is very shocked but Kimi Arashiyama is laughing it up that's a hearty laugh indeed and oh boy isn't she just a gem, everybody? Oh my goodness. Quite a memorable debut for one Kimi Arashiyama-san here. Already a new best girl. And you don't need to take it from me. Take it from one Deku fan 59 on the Manga Plus comments. I don't know who that might be, but I do know that he was dropping facts, dropping knowledge bombs in the comments because he says new best girl just dropped love heart emoji and that got 17 likes. So I mean, 17 people can't be wrong can they bada bing bada boom oh here we go another banger this one had it all ladies and gentlemen you had crispy arcade shenanigans and funny moments dating advice you had big feels in the photo club talking about what the memories are all about and and reminder of the funs and getting lost in something you both enjoyed then we had some business with the assassin hunter keeping us up to date keeping us in the loop and then new girl arrives and steals away our heart instantly can we Arashiyama. We don't know what she's a specialist of, but she's specially going into my heart right about now. Oh my goodness. Gem indeed. Gero's a gem too. So they're going to have a new job protecting her from this serious business assassin man. And I, for one, can't wait to read on and find out what happens, everybody. Banger chapter. Like I said, if you're not reading Marriage Talks and you need to get on this business, it's golden. And this chapter is the perfect jumping on point. As such, I'm going to go with a high score i'm gonna go 9.2 out of 10 which might seem pretty crazy for what is just a setup chapter but it's a setup chapter done right with lots of good characters plenty of good feels keeping us in the loop banger indeed love it book of the week so far on the manga plus and i'd be very surprised if anything can shake that up but we still have another banger believe it or not we are going far over time but that's okay jim's still asleep so he won't notice and we do have another banger of the shonen jump variety here we have jujitsu kaisen chapter 201 direct talks part 2 now Ladies and gentlemen, in case you forgot, but I don't imagine you did, because it was crazy. We did have shenanigans in the White House last week in Jujutsu Kaisen Land. And let me tell you, it's about to get much crazier. So we have Stitches here, Ghetto, talking to the president and all his buddies, including Mel Gear Solid villain Cyrus, who seems to be really on board with this whole abducting Japanese citizens thing. And he even, he pleads his case here. He goes goes to bat for abducting the Japanese citizens and says it's not abducted that's a that's a strong word we don't need to look at it like that we can just look at it as a as protection 
protection, you know, as as helping the people of Japan. Because all these other nations, these no-good countries, are going to be uh, interested in this cursed energy business. And then they're going to want to abduct the Japanese people too. So if we do it first, well, we're not really abducting them. We're, we're protecting them. You know what I'm saying? He spins that thread to make it look like the Fortnite battle bus isn't a bad thing at all. But we know it really is. Oh my goodness. What a dastardly villain that he is. But the president is sinking. And Ghetto Stitches agrees. He wants to spin that yarn with him. It works for him. And he is shopping around. He's already brought this to other countries too. So he's going to be spinning his yarns. He wants Fortnite battle buses coming in from all over the world. Global Fortnite battle bus attacking Japan. That's his dream. Mr. President is thinking about all this. He's thinking that they have to protect the Japanese people in the US. They don't want them getting abducted from the other nations. But then they also have to go on the offensive. And there's no better man for going on the offensive than one Lieutenant General Gary. A.K.A. Wario in the White House. I'm telling you, with a mustache like that, he's not fooling anybody. He just came in from the Mushroom King. Them, where's Chris Pratt at? Oh boy. But here we have Gary K. Johnson, which is what a name. That is the name of a man with an eye patch who is ready to do business. He is Joint Special Operations Commander, Lieutenant General Army 10 Hunt Gary K. Johnson is here. He doesn't care about the Cyrus and his cursed energy shenanigans and his experiments. He cares about winning the battle, fighting the good fight. Yeehaw, American army business and he says you're going to carry out a military operation for the abduction of japanese citizens sorcerers oh boy he's a career military man he needs them clear orders mr president and then he asks ghetto ghetto you see that guy that gojo fellow with the white hair he's a pretty extreme case in the sorcerer lands am i going to be fighting somebody like him and then ghetto says no no silly billy you obviously have not been up to date reading because that dude is stuck in a box and he's been stuck in a box for ages so by november he's not going to be able to do any business on your Fortnite battle buses and that's all the news that gary k johnson needed to hear president one company will do just one company and you know why because it doesn't matter what these fancy cursed sorcerers with their cursed energy psychic mumbo jumbo be doing they don't have the training they don't have the guts they don't have the america muscle. They don't have the bullets. They don't have the bronze. They don't have the oorah American spirit that General Gary Kane Johnson is filled to the brim with everybody. So they're gonna be no match for the American might and muscle of Gary Kane Johnson with his eye patch and everything. Oh my goodness. In case you can't tell, uh, this is all very tongue-in-cheek, but we are having fun times with it. Nothing beats it, says Gary Kane Johnson. And Ghetto is playing him like a fiddle. He's singing to his tune. Oh, exactly. That American muscle is all what it is about. That's going to be no match. That's going to be very tough indeed. But I still recommend deploying a battalion of at least 800 men. Now, this is shade to one General K. Johnson, and he is not going to have it. No, I have heard that the Japanese are all pessimistic and timid. Gary K. Johnson, do not be putting that on Twitter, or else you would be cancelled, General. Oh, no. But uh, shenanigans in the White House, I suppose, is okay. So, he says, these guys, they didn't even have guns when they were little. Oh, boy. Which is probably, you know, something all Americans had. I mean, when 
when you're in Gary K. Johnson's America, I suppose is true. So he snapped back, but now Ghetto is going to put everybody on blast. Stitches is going to teach them a lesson they're not going to forget. So we're going to have a little test. We're going to try out the American soldiers, the, the muscle of General Gary Johnson, the American muscle against two puny sorcerers. Here we have Ghetto and his assistants, and they're going to go up against some fellas that have been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and they're really good at it. I'm talking about tactical, practical, elite, on the street, super soldier dudes with their assault rifles. And then we have men from SAC, the paramilitary division of the CIAs. This guy looks like he was an American sniper. That movie. We're talking serious American soldier business, everybody. General Gary K. Johnson doesn't mess around about stuff like this. The finest of covert units. They have eight years of military experience, including the special ops. They played Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, and Black Ops 3. They're not messing around, okay? And we have 45 of these American soldiers. They are ready to lay the smackdown, the oorah, the Operation Tango Down on these silly, puny sorcerers. They are not going to know what hit them. Oh, jeez. So they have the sorcerers in the West Wing, Gary K. Johnson and the boys in the East Wing. No problem. But then Ghetto doesn't think it's going to be a problem either. He says he's going to wrap it up with my curse technique and he's going to show them the might of jujitsu. Meanwhile, Gary K. Johnson still thinks all these Japanese people people are really silly. Japanese people should stick to making cars and anime. He shouts, do not let this guy near any social media. I'm not, I'm not even on Snapchat. Gary K. Johnson is just going to be problematic wherever he goes. But he says, the objective isn't victory. It's to show an overwhelming show of force. Whoa, that is what the American army is all about. But then the American army is left a bit flabbergasted because they look out the window and uh-oh, it's raining men, and not that sexy kind of raining men. It's the Fortnite Call of Duty players have just been thrown up into the air and are all being rained down on the White House lawn by this creepy-looking elephant, crazy, cursed energy monster dude. One of Ghetto's crazy, cursed, shikigami monster cursed dudes. Very scary indeed. Gary K. Johnson cannot believe his eye because the other one is under an eye patch but he's going what the heck is all this then he sees all the dog tags raining down on the ground beside the president and ghetto stitches he got the job done he showed them who's boss and he says let's talk about hunting the sorcerers the jujitsu sorcerers and we do see right at the end our heroes angel lady fushigiro itadori and funny man they are back in business so maybe we'll see them in the next chapter but oh boy that sure was crazy white house shenanigans indeed i I hope listeners take this all with a grain of salt because I could see some listeners perhaps getting a little bit offended with Gary K. Johnson, crazy way of doing business, oorah, American muscle, uh, but really it's all in good fun. It's all tongue in cheek. I thought it was very funny. Imagine if, uh, you know, Ghetto came to Ireland, Stitches came to Ireland and he saw that everybody was all leprechauns and all we did was eat potatoes. It'd be pretty crazy, but I imagine that it's something like that, but I suppose you just take it all good fun. Take it all with a great assault and just enjoy it for the goofy chapter that it was. And it certainly was goofy but we do see now US President Gary K. Johnson and evil Mel Gear Solid villain Cyrus. They are all on board for the Fortnite battle bus for the abducting Japanese citizens for getting the sorcery business
business into US soil. Stitch's ghetto's evil machinations have succeeded and I suppose we will see the fruits of his labor in the next chapter. But we're going to have to wait because Jujutsu Kaisen is on break. It will be taking a break and hitting back hard the week after next. So something to look forward to. But I did enjoy these last couple of chapters. I will admit Jujutsu Kaisen has been on point and especially this little detour to the White House might not be to everybody's taste a little bit goofy. I think Jujutsu Kaisen shines when it's goofy and uh... <laughs> I certainly had a lot of fun with General Gary K. Johnson. What a man indeed. I'm going to go with a solid 8 out of 10 for Jujutsu Kaisen and I'm looking forward to more. But there we go. We have gone far over time here for this section of Luke's Big Baggers. But we did have fun. So it's all okay. And Jim's still sleeping. So we'll get away with it. We talked about some big bangers. Marriage Toxin stole the show. But then we also had General Gary K. Johnson out of nowhere. And he was pretty interested too. So he has two big bangers indeed. Another solid week. Now all that's left to do is to wrap it up here and to head on back to the main show where I'm sure me and Jim will be discussing even more bangers. It's all ahead of us ladies and gentlemen. Bada bing bada boom. I'll be back solo next week for more big bangers on Luke's Big Bangers. Now it's time to go back to the main show. Alright and we're back from the Luke shade throwing section and off to some bangers here uh including our first book look what is that well we kick off round two with chainsaw man chapter 107 school attacker oh boy is the school attacker yoko and her i mean whole deal here with the justice devil Mm -hmm. is there to take care of bullies that's basically what it is now We aren't talking about Tokyo Underworld this week. Tokyo Underworld. Remember, if you had listened to us, especially on our Manga Monday show with the Tokyo Underworld, we thought, where does the Tokyo Underworld end? Because everybody can eventually get sent to Tokyo Underworld. I'm starting to think the Justice Devil is starting to stretch. And like it's almost one of those things that the Justice Devil will find justice in anything going yes. on it really will find anything you get that idea oh you yelled at me well you need some justice and there going go. on with that but in the meantime the big play here is the justice devil versus the war devil which of course are both possessing asa and yuko so you end up having them squaring off if i'm gonna pick which one i like I kind of like the word devil that just looks like a scarred up Asa. Yep. And that crazy looking, looking brain, blackhead brain, brain deal. Oh, no. I don't even know what's going on, but, you know, they're going to face off and they go and start attacking each other. And the kids are all yelling, oh, my God, are you killing me? Yikes. And you <laughs> end up where it's funny. There is a bit of comedy in this where Ooh. everybody's like, I think this might be a drill. Like, what a. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this ain't a drill. The justice of this ain't a drill. And they start running. Now, remember, one of the big plays here is Asa, which, in fact, Yoru, the war devil, Mm -hmm. that is, needs to extend this fight or at least fight this fight to get Chainsaw Man out. That's what they want. That's That's what you end up having that. Uh, So there is a point where they've mentioned, hey, you know, don't go so fast. We want to wait till the chainsaw man comes out here, but that might not happen. And the saviors just might be the devil hunters club in Whoa. school. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And when they step out and, and show themselves, 
they seem like they are pretty capable. Yeah, they seem like a big deal. Serious business. Legit. Yeah, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They Whoa. come in and actually do some damage oh, to the Justice Devil and then get killed. Not I mean, enough they literally damage. look that like they're killed. They end up slicing and dicing a little, though, but mm-hmm. R.I.P. I mean, I'm sitting there. I'm learning their names. I'm like, mm, I don't know that I need to oh, know these boy. names. They are dead. And it looks like they're dead. Also, another girl, one of the things going on, you start off with, who is the the gossip girls who ended up putting the chicken in the lockers? Like, again, they're going after that bullying. And you could put two and two together. (laughs) So funny. When you had Asa end up killing the chicken, they must have bullied her later. Like, here's some chicken. Jerk and put it in the locker. Oh my god! So and we knew it was sus freckles all along. Yeah, it was. That that girl gets just destroyed. (laughs) Gets destroyed. (laughs) If you think that this book is going to be one of those that, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to kill people at school, and they're oh, they wouldn't go there. Uh, They they went there. Oh boy, there's just bodies dead all over the place, and this this. This devil hunting club, I mean, they, they're destroyed. They're dead. Jeez. And so in that, though, all of this going on, you still have that idea. And it, it does get confusing with the names kind of as you mm. talk about it. But Asa and Yuko, they're kind of friends. And mm-hmm. the justice devil is doing this to help Asa. I mean, yeah, like, it, it is for friendship, but it's just all twisted. It just is twisted and turned, and unfortunately also Asa has Yoru, the war devil, in her and ends up that completely sus. But you actually mm-hmm. see some of the maneuvers here where a war devil can turn anything into a weapon, kind of strategizes stuff. So that's Pencil actually spears. kind of cool to see. Yeah, makes spears out of pencils and stuff like that. Crazy. But All this stuff going on, you end up where the justice devil then reveals to the war devil, hey, I know what you did. You have traps set here. You have things in this class and this class. So I understand that I'm going to be able to, you know, destroy. Even says the legs that got sliced off of me, you're already thinking right now about using them as a weapon. But don't try anything else. I'm going to save Asa from her bullies. That's all that's happening here. It's just so sus and twisted. And then you end up where the word devil says, I have one more plan. I call it the leave it all to Asa plan. And then kind of turns back into Asa so that you're not going to be able to attack her. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? But, I mean, really, if the justice devil really wanted to, if it wasn't Yuko in there and whatever, certainly has done some things. And like, I could even see Yuko twisting it around like, oh, this is justice for everybody. I don't know. You yeah, know? exactly. And so even earlier, like we kind of alluded to at the beginning, but she doesn't want to hurt the innocent people. No. So when you have the devil hunting club come to stop her, there's a little conundrum Uh-oh. of, well, I don't want to hurt Sticky them. Situation. I have to do justice. And then they start bad-mouthing her. They've kept their mouths shut. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, look at that ugly thing. And, oh, that's kind of bullying. You're bad. This justice is justice served. served. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> dead. Oh, why did you do that? Uh, I'm right down the Tokyo Underworld. They went. And Bro. so, yeah, you have all that, which is kind of crazy. But like I said, it's going to be one of those where possibly, what's the play here? Because in my the mind, power of friendship. she does want, it, and I'm saying war devil. In Asa, once Chainsaw Man, that's their big thing. Let's kill Chainsaw Man. We have to do this so Chainsaw Man shows up. Let's wait till Chainsaw 
But in this deal of turning back to looking at least like regular Asa, I do believe the play is to get Yuko to not be like, you know, go away from being the justice devil at this point. But then what do you do? You just kill her? What do you I, I don't mm. know. We'll have to see. But it's a decent chapter. It wasn't mm-hmm. my favorite. I, I really wanted more of the Devil Hunter Club. I thought that they <laughs> might be pretty fun, but yeah, I, I, they did their we they hardly did do ye. They were pretty good. I mean, at this point, I'm guessing that this is you know a little different than them getting little. Devil. This is the War this Devil and the devil. Justice Devil. Yeah, they're this going is, after. It might be above their pay grade. That's not a club thing. That's no. not club activity. We're talking pro. Yeah. there and they do okay. That one guy at first. I mean, he sucks it to her. Yeah. He really gives it to her. I'm like, oh, my God, they might actually do this. He asked the fist question. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, uh, what boy. would you give it? I thought it was, yeah, decent. Not the best. It was interesting, like, a bit of world building, even seeing, like, how the school reacts. Like, they have an alarm system. They know, oh, is this a drill or not? Well, obviously, there's enough devil attacks that they've got this system in place. It makes you kind of sad that it's almost like a fire drill, but it's the devil drill. And, and they have the hunter club, the devil hunter club on the go, ready ready to strike. They probably didn't think it was going to be this bad, but uh, they did. Their, they gave it their own college try, Jim, and it, did, it didn't go according to plan. Uh, but like, I, like you were saying, I kind of wish I saw a bit more of them, actually, because they were really interested, and I want more attention. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah and, I do too. And it's been a while. So I'm going to go with a decent 7.8. I'm going 7. I'm Fair going enough. 7. I, I liked it enough. Now, it's funny because I'm thinking of that Devil Hunter Club, and I'm thinking of the idea, like, what would that be? And I, I started off thinking in our world, regular world, mm. like, would they allow the serial killer hunting club? Like, that <laughs> seems weird already. But then I'm thinking, no, 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 it's not quite like that because they are treating it almost like a natural disaster type thing. Yeah. It's, you know, like a fire drill. There's a devil. So would they allow the hurricane tornado chasing club <laughs> in school? I don't think Storm you'd allow that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, or would there be like the, I, I don't know. It's just a weird play yeah. that they would it's allow like the it to school. Patrol yeah. shows up here. It's so crazy. Uh, but I guess you end up during war, you have like different clubs. I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a weird play that yeah. the school, Allows us. I don't know what type of permission slip you have to go. Be- this dude's rocking up with a crossbow, you know, handling business. And they know it's real. They have an alarm for it. This yeah. isn't like, oh, let them play their games, and we don't really. No, this is legit. Yeah, this is real legit. So yeah, that's sus, but I, sus. I did like it. But seven out of ten, yeah. and yeah, I want, I want it to open up a little more. I want to see what happens if Genji mm. shows up. I want to see more of that. I want to see. Maybe some more characters and things like that going on. Uh, we said it before, Yuko and Asa, you don't really like them no. because they're they're just not likable. Yet. So we'll have to they're pretty sus. We'll see how it goes. But speaking of likable, we're going to move to the next. Speaking about sus. Like, I don't know. You might say that sometimes it's even lickable. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's not appropriate. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about, Luke? Yes. Next up, we have the always sus. Ian Kashi <laughs> Triangle, Chapter 108, Kanade, Kanade, and Shiragane. Oh, yeah. boy. Now, in this, do you, do you get this weird play? And we, we kind of found this out in our reading clubs. Mm-hmm. They're not connected at all. I mean, it's not like if something, because when you're going through, say, a Dragon Ball, Jeez. Chapter 10, oh. that came out 
decades before Whoa. the, you know, My Hero Academia number. But we, there's times at points where we end up where we have a week that things seem the same. <laughs> and these are coming out kind of the same. But what I keep getting in this week in my mind, we're getting these chapters of, I didn't think that was going to go on that much longer. I no. thought we were done with this. Yeah, we're getting like extended scenarios that I thought were going to be one and done, and that's it. I mean, I knew that we were still going to end up with school fight there in the Chainsaw yeah. Man, but we want to kind of move on. You even said already where we've talked about Spy Family, I hope we don't stay on the bus <laughs> too long. We end up I all these things I honestly thought we would be dropping this Kennedy business. I thought it was finished. Dan to Dan, I did not think we were going to go that yeah. far with this slit mouth woman. Like if all of nice, these things end up going. Yeah, Kaiju number eight. <laughs> it, it really feels like that's the theme for this week. And it, it shouldn't be any theme because everybody's doing their own thing. But when we go in, and we're going to get more of Kanade and Shiragani, which I think is fun. Yeah. I did not think we were going to do it now. Like, I none that- of these things that we're sticking on are necessarily bad, but like we kind of ha- when we have it in our heads, okay, we should move along, and then we stick around a bit. It's a bit so. Yeah, you know? I mean, and in this book especially, this a lot of them do the same. But in my mind, Dan to Dan and Ayakeshi, they have kind of the same kind of feel. I always think of really? them together anyway. Yeah. And what you usually do is you introduce something like the slip mouth woman. You say, but then you get back to it 10 chapters on like, oh, my God, I forgot. Or you have this Kanade deal and that is set up for something a little bit down the line. Maybe it's set up that it's going to you're going to need Kanade come out of, you know, Shinigami and it's going to be something to save the day. I did not think we were going to go hot and heavy with this. For two chapters in a row, I thought that that was a one and done. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a one shot and set some things up. So when we get back to that again, I'm like, okay, well, what what story do you have to do with that? Yeah. Why are we sticking around? There's not much going it's on. Slim it's pickings. fun. It's fun. It's just the idea of now Shinigami <laughs> as a sister in arms here to go and fight the susness, especially of Susan. That's it. That's pretty much what it is. Because they're not going to go to school. They're not going to do anything. You do get a little peek at just really the susness of Shiragani, what he does while <laughs> the they're daily at school. Life. Oh, my God. The idea, remember, every time he comes back and says, oh, uh, those girls gave me some candy or I got this trip. No, no, no. It looks like he's been stealing it <laughs> from the, the deal, like the offerings. The and, and that offerings. made me laugh. But in that, again... They come out, oh, man, I see Kanade. She's not there, is she? Nope, she's here. Puff, here she is. He gets mad. They go to school, right? So you have that. You end up where Dark May comes in. They have to warn her. This is actually a smart play to make sure that Dark May just doesn't slice and dice Mm -hmm. Shiragani at any point because now there's the connection. There's the connection with Suzu and herself. They are you know kind of combined so you would be hurting them as well and if you mm-hmm. don't know like we said before last chapter the uh, and actually that was a couple of weeks ago but kanade is that innocent past emotional the childhood deal. heart the, the whole concept is very bizarre that's why i'm still trying to get my head wrapped around like the basics of it and now we're added on extra bits with yeah shirigani now, the funny play this. here is is that shinigani shirigani has kanade the innocence and the heart like you said of suzu so he's there and they're gonna go around and see things and 
it's fun for a bit. Again, this is not a bad chapter because no. Shinigami's doing his susness. He's going around always. causing trouble. He's stealing food from offerings. And in that, he finally gets a taste of his own medicine because Kanadi is yelling at him all this time. Don't do that. Don't use that as a scratcher. Don't do that. Don't steal the, the offerings. Don't Jeez. bully insects. This poor bug, this beetle is getting bullied. What by the But he's bored. He has nothing to do. That's the cat And then life. they say, this is what you do when they're in class. You just go around and do awful things. You're sus. And he's like, oh, man, you know, you got to stop. Then he starts licking, you know, down below. Uh-oh. She really doesn't like that. like that. So they end up having an argument. Oh, my God, you're so annoying. But they, she's almost acting like he does to, you know. Mitsuri and, and Suzu about being shameless and stuff like that. So I, I thought that that was kind of funny. But then they come to an agreement. Hey, you know what? We can kind of team up. We both get annoyed with Suzu and even says, you know, she's there to kind of make Suzu calm down a little, but it's hard and it's kind of annoying. But now mm-hmm. that they're together, maybe we can team up. And basically for the end game to end up, we're going to get, you know, Shiragani's form back, but also turn. Matsuri back into a boy. Will you help me? Yes, mm. we'll do that. And then they're just there to be, you know, on guard of susness. There we go. It's Paw Patrol for susness. And in the meantime, that's spelled out. We don't think of the other half of the coin. The other, you know, thing is that now Suzu can be sus as heck because oh she my. has nobody to yell at her or stop her. In the middle of class. <laughs> she finally realizes that in the middle of class, pretty much starts getting handsy. With the and the omakaze <laughs> hands key. and ends up really going to town. Oh my goodness! In class, where Matsuri's like, "What is that? Oh my god!" And the the things going on and like, "Holy crap, that's crazy!" Thank God that Shiragani and Kanade end up showing up. Poof! Right on Suzu's desk. Nobody can see them because it's Shiragani. So they're there. You know, the other people can Matsuri, obviously can Dark May and Suzu. But says, you can't act like that. That is sus. And just flies and smacks Suzu. Like, really just destroys her in a way that's so funny. Because it gets the thumbs up from Shiragani. And then Suzu's like, man, that hurt more than a cat. Aww. Like, it up the ante of stopping the susness. The classic attack. It's, it's nice. I mean, it, it's funny. It's not the best chapter. Again, no. it's, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, we get it. Now they're combined and they're they're with it. They like it and they're going to work together. But I don't know that the problem I have with it is that's neat. But I I I like Shiragani. I like him just being himself. As and it he's, is. he's never in the book a ton. No. I like when something's going on, especially when it's Suzu's little brother involved. And then <laughs> Shiragani just like walks by and it's like, Oh my God, you're doing that again, or how shameful. And, and that's fun. Mm. This ends up almost making it seem like they're trying to make it artificially able to have more of that, but it's not the same. Mm. And so at the end of the day of this, I, I, I'm worried because they're already going hot and heavy with this. You, you got to, you know, pull it back. There's a yeah. ton of characters in this book and a lot of interesting characters in this book. And I don't know at this point that Kanade. And Shiragani together as this deal is that much more interesting. I don't think they deserve top villain like this. No, no. I mean, and this is where you'd have to have a deal now. If they and they do it, I don't know when. Maybe 
I don't know. I don't know the, the rules, but they'll end up having one of those like, hey, pick your favorite character. You know, the poll. Right. Work the poll. I don't know that this character will be a high ranker. No, uh, but I maybe don't think they're in the top five. So maybe they're popular, but I don't feel like they are. I mean, you know? I, right now, one of the like you're waiting for what the hell is Dark May going to do? I mean, mm. This is the whole play of this whole book. And in that, you know, I like Rochka the best of the sidecat. And we just got her a little bit ago, but it was just taking a bath. Like, I want <laughs> some more of the deal. And I mean, we have. So many other characters. Yeah, we the have. whole uh, we haven't had school shenanigans, and even we saw them in the class, and I, I I don't even remember their names. It's been that long. I know. Yeah, yeah, like Lou and those. I guess. Yeah, it's I, been I, so long since we've seen them. Yeah, and, and we have brother sister shenanigans mm-hmm. twice. Oh, I, like there's a lot of stuff going on here that you end up you know pushing aside. And like you said, the weird play is because we haven't done uh, the weekly you know review podcast in mm-hmm. a while. I still caught up and whatnot but there are a bunch of characters that i'm starting to stop remembering their names and i'm gonna have to be Mm. refreshed once they come back because of all this going down so what would you give this yeah i thought it was decent uh like we were saying i'm kind of finished with this shirigane kanade team up here i hope that we get something going on uh elsewhere and like there's enough with this book there's enough of the characters as we're saying that really we could start moving on here it, the one thing I would say is interesting about this is that it's bringing up like the end game of getting the King of Ayakashi back, which is very odd. And like that's something we mentioned last chapter too, when like that we thought it was finished. Yeah, we were like, oh my god! Because usually, like that is such a like that's you know the long game plan, but that is usually such a low priority in this book. I forgot that they were even trying to do that because it, it's usually just whatever is the such shenanigans of the week. So to have this come along and have these two come along, almost like that's the backup plan. You know, like maybe if, I don't know, well, they've got the anime on the way, but maybe if sales, they, they can just do some magic business with these two now, and boom, the day is saved, Mastery's back to being a boy again. So maybe like this is the escape plan if things go wrong. But what is your final score? I'm going to go for this one. Not the best we've ever had. 7.2 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going 7.5. Uh, I still had some fun. It's fun. This aside for a while, and we'll get back to it and have it come back and hit better when it does. And yeah, because usually, like, even if it's a dud, like, if you give it a little breathing room, then it can come back swinging, you know? But what are we going to end with? Because we have one more chapter. What are we ending with, Luke? Well, we wrap things up with the rock-solid color page this week. A Kenny Banashi story <laughs> of story. Story 34. Background listening. That's what I do whenever I, I'm recording with you, Jim. I know. Oh I, there are people <laughs> who seem to do that. But, you oh. know, we get into this. It, it's funny, this. They end up background listening. It seems like that term made them have to explain it more than what it was. I mean, if you don't know what background listening is, you're going to know by the yeah, end of this Pretty chapter. much background listening is when you're doing something. You know, pay attention a little to another thing. Everybody's done this. Everybody does. Basically, you start out and Akani's have pro- she has problems because that. And it's like a yo-yo. She was doing really good. Hey, listen, you're doing too good. Jeez. All right. All right. I'll start doing real crappy, but I'll pay attention to, the, like she to the other the stuff the wrong way. She just she's always 100 percent one yeah. way or the other. And she ends up now she's just messing up. Uh-oh. But I love the idea. 
Somebody should realize, hey, I kind of told you to do this. It's still all her fault. Oh, it's all know? her fault. So in that, you get the throw in as Astagail in charge of the backstage. He ends up saying, well, what happens is that occasions I get to pick somebody who I think deserves to go do some rock or go before some of these masters. You'll be the opening deal. But you, you can't mess up and make my life horror or hell. Jeez. You're not going to get to go up there. And you see that Karashi, the rival, oh. he has been doing pretty good. I mean, he actually, for you know, a jerk, the guy seems to know what to do. He seems to work hard enough. Mm-hmm. And he just likes to rub it in your face afterwards. Like, yeah. he's still kind of a jerk, but he's starting to not be so much. And in this chapter, he's starting to show that he could be a gem. But yeah, the whole play of this is, is like, if you mess up, you don't get to do the Rakugo for 10 days. That's ten a lot. Days. And you end up by the middle of this chapter, Akani thinks that she's never going to get to do it again. Yeah. Like, it, it's such a weird play. Like, if it's me, I'm like, matter. <laughs> like, this is almost in my mind the way I thought it was. Wasn't exactly fully 100% necessary, but mm. it's one of those where you can advance here. There has to be other ways, but she's trying to do her thing. And that's where you end up having Karashi trying to help her. And he he does seem like more like he wants to open up to her. At one point, he ends up saying to her, this isn't why I got into the rock. And she goes, well, why did you get in the rock? I go, whoa, whoa. I'll never tell. He definitely wants to tell. He's kind of funny. Because he does give her, you know, lessons here. The whole deal of the background listening background is right from listening. him. He says, yeah, it's because I know background listening. Oh, what is that? Background listening. And he says, you do your job, but. You don't really do your job. You can't sit there and pay attention 100% to anything. You have to do your job, make sure you don't make mistakes. But in the meantime, listen to what's going on on the stage, do your thing. And then you're learning as you're going. I kind of thought that she knew this before because when they said, but she's so 100% either way that now she's just a a goof. I mean, (laughs) they end up where she is just wrecking everything backstage and causing Asagayo a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. So all week long. Yeah. So in that she decides, okay, I'm going to do that. And you see, as this chapter goes, the progression of her actually doing it and really getting good at it i think the idea is she just needed to be here a little longer she even says karashi beat her there by a month or so she's all into the idea oh man how did you learn all this in a month but she's learning it as well and she's doing pretty good Mm -hmm. in the in the meantime you have you know rotund guy him in the middle and he just seems now like a nice guy who's just going with the flow i i don't really get anything of what that guy is up to or doing but in this you end up seeing you know her kind of coming up with her own rules number one i have to do this number two but it all equals out to her starting to kick butt she's doing really good she's Mm -hmm. ending up doing this background listening she's thinking ahead you even see at this one point rien anisan who is uh, rien kanjaquan is a (laughs) i think he's a master and we find out, I have in my notes, Jerkmaster, because so you, see, you see specifically that you have to change. And one play is, and I, I do like it, you have to change the tea leaves now and again. They don't oh. want the weak tea. They don't want the weak tea leaves. All, I rem- all it reminds me of, my aunt in England, 
like, you know, big tea drinker. And what she would do is she would use the tea bag and then she'd hang it up almost like hanging clothes hang so that it would dry again and she could use it again. I'm like, like a weak tea. I'm like, is time that, that tough? I mean, oh, seriously. Boy. Uh, but I guess it was. But, you know, she had that, but that's kind of like, what? What do I get? The weak tea? But you see that this guy, he's looking for a fight. Yeah, he's only just taking it out on these rookies. And you end up in the in, in the nowadays present deal as we're recording it. He's kind of the James Corden who got called <laughs> out for yelling at a Cancel. server because there was bad things. He did end up apologizing and is no longer banned at the Balthazar. And any restaurant that's called Balthazar, like if you tell me a restaurant name and I don't know from that that it's a restaurant, too fancy for Problems, my blood. Yeah, yeah, oh boy. That's one of those where you, oh, the menu doesn't have prices? Yeah, I'm you out of here. You can't afford a pudding. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God, it's free. They definitely don't have breadsticks. But that, yeah, really, no, and they're not unlimited, that's <laughs> for sure. And I'm not going to get, you know, all the Diet Coke I can oh, drink here. Oh, no. So you end up, though, where this guy, Rien, He's known as the rookie crusher. Oh. But yeah, he's just a jerk. Mm. He likes to bully rookies. He also hates Asageo and wants to rub it in. We we Uh-oh. find out some layers of Asageo as mm-hmm. you go because we don't know anything about him. He's kind of the boss kind of mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but you see that he's not so mean. He's got but, a heart of gold. But he is and everything that you want to have, you know, go right for Akani, you end up where it, it he's the one. He's the gatekeeper. If mm-hmm. he does not put her on stage, nothing's going to happen. So in it's that, up though, him. she is getting ripped apart. This guy, I think they say 10, 20 minutes, he's just yeah. berating about her. about tea leaves. About the tea. What? Oh, and, and the way he does it is not just like, oh, my God, I'm so mad at the tea. It's like, oh, I get it. You're here as a rookie. Oh, you won that Kuroko Cup. Oh, my goodness. That must mean that I get the weak tea because you're a jerk. And he yeah. just keeps going. Rubbing it in her face. He's condescending. He's just a jerk. And, and he's but, got that grin on him the whole oh, time. Just a jerk. Because he knows. Now, in the meantime, we find out he's so annoying that Asageo ended up punching him right in the kisser. He got a knuckle sandwich. And cost himself advancing in the Rokugo world, because yeah. that's they how bad this guy is. They were supposed to be on the same level, but he dished out the knuckle is sandwich. Is that what he's trying to do here? Does he actually want Akane to punch him, or at least diss him, so that he can make sure that she doesn't advance? Like, mm-hmm. he, I don't know. He's just a jerk. Because he ends up yelling about the tea. We saw the tea leaves. Akane Changed the tea leaves yep. right before to get this guy and even says, this guy needs his tea. Wait a minute. I'll get it to him in a second. I'm changing the tea leaves. So you end up larger in charge comes in and says, hey, I don't know why he's doing this because she changed the tea leaves. And you even have the deal where I the way I saw it, Karashi, he's mad. Like, mm. it's, it's, almost, it's funny. It's one of those where you have this rival. And you're, you're always going at it. But then when somebody else says something, you realize, like, that's my person. The I enemy like. of my enemy. But you actually realize you actually might like them and they don't yeah. deserve that. You get and angry, the, right? Like, he's in charge of this whole thing. So by him putting the whole thing on blast, that's knocking his yeah, ego Yeah, so well. that's what happens then when Asageo really, like, I got to stop this. He goes out. And how much is it killing him to have to go out and bow? 
and kind of grovel, grovel and apologize and says, and he does the right thing, says, listen, don't yell at her. I'm My responsibility. Charge. It's pretty, it's Bud's life. It's Hopper. Like the idea, if, if everybody else messes up, it doesn't matter. You're in charge. So you're the one that gets blamed. And he comes out and says that. I'm sorry. It's me who's to blame. You don't know this background. All of a sudden, this Rianne goes, oh, it's you, Asagale. I should have known Uh-oh. why this place sucks because Jeez. you're in charge. And how could I expect this girl to be any good if you're the one who's in charge? Because you can only be as good as you and you're a jerk. Remember when you punched me in the face and then I made sure that you didn't, you know, advance like me? You Whoa. should be up with me, but you're not. Look at you groveling. You dry, and you want to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. You legitimately want to strangle this guy and maybe give him a better haircut. It's, it's really what that Please. haircut is. That is the late 90s skateboard kid look. You have that look with Eric Shea, who does the DC podcast, had that look. I've seen pictures. Only Keanu Reeves can pull this and one And there up. you go. There's when it was. So it, it drives me nuts. I mean, Keanu now couldn't do it. Uh, that's a sus haircut. But you end up where he's doing this, but then he sees a kind of giving him the, the evil eye. The glare. Gets, like all the stuff going on and then just says, I'm a, a Fatasume. I rank above you, Zenza. And you remember that. That's really in bold. Remember your place. And he's like, okay. So when this guy walks out, he, you end up having Asagao be like the most normal, like regular guy here and says, listen, you shouldn't have had to take that. That's all because of me. He just wants to make my world awful. And that's the deal. And you end up having... You know, this little bond, because Akani, as the gem of the week, maybe, (laughs) says, no, 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 I was just mad at what he was saying to you. I think that you could play, and again, this might be the idea of cultural deal or whatever, but Mm -hmm. you could look at Asagao being the Zenza as just like, oh, he's just in charge of this backstage area, and I want to learn the rock. Like, she's not learning Rakugo from him, but she is learning stuff. Life lessons. I think that actually makes him see, you know what? She's actually respecting me in a position that he just got made fun of. Like that, maybe that shouldn't be a position that you really respect that much, mm-hmm. but she does and says, I heard him mocking the master to whom I owe so much, and I just couldn't stay silent, and you idiot, that sort of thing going on. And, you know, this whole thing going down. And yeah, with that, you do end up where he says, you want to get back? Adam, you want to do this? You want to get back at him? Because you can go on. This is the other play here, too. Is He was setting up the things. He haven't had Karashi. You're going to be on for this week, whatever. You'll open. That had nothing to do with skill. Like, at this point now, he needs somebody that can stick it to him. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not going to Karashi now and saying, hey, by the way, we're going to do this. He says, do you think? That you can end up making him because it would be basically, you know, if you go music wise, back in the day, Van Halen was opening up for, you know, all these different bands, Black Sabbath and things like that, and blew them off the stage because they were too good. That's what he wants. He wants them to have this deal where she's going to go up and he will not want to go afterwards and make him look like a fool because he's a master and she's just this girl who won this amateur cup. And so... She is a little better. And what I like about this whole play, and this, uh, you told me this would be a little longer. I said that it probably wouldn't. But in this, she has been 
100% great at everything. We we mm-hmm. mentioned this. We've actually seen her get knocked down a couple pegs. It's been refreshing to it's see her. It's what we get, wanted to do. You know, get lower down, you know? But now we want her to... You set this up, is how you want the comeback to hit, baby. You have now set up the way that we want her to go 100%, and I'm afraid that it might not work. I'm afraid that something might go wrong here because of this idea of, oh my God, it's so set up great to have her do this or whatnot. And I'm not saying that she might not do herself great. I think that maybe all around this Ryan, the jerk master, he may finagle the rules or finagle a deal where he still looks okay, but you'll end up having people see you know, Akane and see how good she does. But this was a good, <coughs> oh, excuse me. This was a good chapter. A really so good, good chapter. So good, you can't even keep it in. Oh, it is. It's, it's a, this heater I have. Uh, maybe, I don't know. If I stop talking, I may have carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh-oh. Something's going on here. You but need to change them TVs. What would you give this? I thought this was very solid. Akane Banashi is always rock solid. Like you were saying, this is what exactly what we've been wanting from Akani Banashi, her to kind of be put in her place. Because she was right and I after the Karuko Cup. She was viral, she was famous, and now she's seeing after this time skip that this is serious business going into the Zenza and going climbing up the, the ranks of the uh you know, of the world and seeing what's going on here and to be able to see from the pros and even get her talking down. From this bold cut, weird haircut man, uh, the Furusume, uh, and be able to go up against that now and feel like we actually are rooting for her to be on top again. Because she was riding high for so long, but now that she's been taken down a couple of pegs and we get to see that and we get to see this rise up again, I'm really looking forward to that. This is what this book does so well. Guys, the character's always on point like this. So I'm going to go with a very popular very high 8.8 out of 10 i'm gonna go nine i'm gonna go nine out of ten i really liked it and again even what happens is it does look like asageo as akani it gets a little it gets a little confusing near the end i was just looking at it again it's almost like what she was saying really mirrored what ended up having happened to him back in the day and why he ended up punching rianne and maybe even this idea of taking him down a peg or whatnot isn't just pure out revenge. It also might be the idea that I'm going to have to stop this because he doesn't want Akani. Like, this guy can really bully her again the next day or even two minutes later. And I think this is, he actually, in the deal, the layers is he wants to have this happen so that this guy leaves her alone, that he doesn't push her because if she ends up going and even have that back and forth when she's saying, well, you know, I don't want to have the guy who's tutoring me and make fun of because, you know, I, I, respect you or whatnot he's thinking about what happened to him and the Mm -hmm. idea seemed like the guy was making fun of his master and he ended up punching him then and so yeah if if akani flips out and this guy keeps digging and digging and digging she may ruin her whole career he does not want that he doesn't want her to ruin the career that's the feel that i get and i I went back to just see that and i think that's great because at the end he's a gem as well so I'm going to go 9 out of 10. Who is your gem of the week? Oh, well, uh, I'm going to be a little bit sus, and I'm going to take my gem of the week from my own section, Jim. Uh, yeah, it's from Luke's Big Oh, baggers. no, it's going to be from the Marriage Talks, and just marriage so you can talks, rip into rub me. It in your face, Jim, you got to read this book. I'll it's tell you tonight. I'll be like, yep, you're right, Luke. Gem of the week. Oh, my goodness. Who yes. is your gem of the week? My then? gem of the week is the new girl 
Kimmy, Arashi Yamasan, and she's just cute as a bun and the biggest gem around you. I'm going to go with Asageo fully. I'm not even going to put Akani in there. I'm going to go with him because, again, when he, up. when he went out to protect, even initially when he went to protect Akani, he knew that he was going to get ridiculed. And he yep. knew because this is Jerkmaster. This is, they have a rivalry. History. This is a full history. And he had to, you know, supplicate himself to get this guy to stop, first of all, but also knew that this guy was going to berate him in front of Akani. Akani could have taken that any sort of way. And then in that, like I said, I'm going with my own headcanon, but I do think that he realizes we have to stop this now. I can't let this guy bully her because remember when they even pull out and he he sees that look in her eye. That idea that she is going to snap, she's going to yep. say something. And even, and that's the thing. Even the idea of just saying, hey, jerk face, done. You're done. That, mm-hmm. that This could cause her whole Rakugo career to be derailed. And I think that he realizes that he feels kind of responsible. And all in all, she, she didn't mess up. She actually did. I mean, the whole thing came down to these tea leaves. And it went from the, oh, that guy he likes to believe to... You know, Defcom Five, and it really could end up bad. Mm. So I, I think that he's fully a gem, and, and I like it because it seems like we're going to be here for a while. In you know the deal, the Joseki Entertainment the Hall Joseki's here, yeah, the so, place where I the Rakugo is hottest. The Rakugo's hottest. The paper doll's not so hot, Aww. but still, but you end up where I'm starting to like all of the characters, even. I hate to say large and in charge. Even large and in charge. Even he was, he stepped up for it. Nobody yeah. has, these are rivals. I mean, they should be fighting each other as a rivalry. Of but who's it shows that be. camaraderie. And they know? already have that. Like when he does, he doesn't have to say, oh, I saw her change those tea leaves. Mm-hmm. He can mind his own damn business and just extend, you know, or up his career. Mm-hmm. But they are, and I'm telling you, Karashi, he can't help himself because he likes Akani, I think that we're finding out that this guy is one of those guys that puts up a front because Ooh. he is insecure. He ends up, you know, wanting to talk and wanting to be friends, but he thinks that you have to play the game of cutthroat. But he's starting to even help out. He's not like this could have been the idea of any other book could have been like, man, that all that guy did was set her up. Like it could have looked like a setup from oh, him yeah. of everything that happened, Absolutely. but it wasn't. And he was upset, too, when he came running in and like, oh, my God, this guy's berating her. So, again, going on way too long for the I, even though maybe not long enough, because Ooh. this book itself, it's it's so good. It's such a weird. There's no way for anybody, including one Luke Hollywood, to tell somebody about this book and really sh- get the idea to them of how good it is. Mm-hmm. You have to read it. I mean. You're not even going to be able to tell them what Rakugo is. It's such a weird deal. And even if you don't know about it, you should read it anyway. But me and Jim sure don't, and we still love it. We're going to say goodbye. This went way too long, Luke. We ended up where <laughs> oh, no. we want to add so many more books, but we can't help ourselves. We end up where okay, our worst okay. enemies, or at least our lips are, Ooh. right? <laughs> our, our kissable lips. Ooh. Oh, my. But Luke has to get going. He's gone yeah, off that PlayStation sweater and gets We're on. He's on the clock. Lips. Oh, my God. What, what are you, working overtime here? <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> so with that, we're going to get going. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Head over to the Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then, you know, if you like our little chuckles and our little shenanigans, oh, you can go feet. over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga. 
and you get early access to a bunch of the shows and, and help us out for everything that we do in a deal where I actually think that we're very wholesome and oh. we don't. The thing is, I don't, I don't like to curse. And I listen to a lot of these other manga shows. Oh, and the minute I go in, and I, I am a bit of a prude. And oh, I will. Goodness. On the DC Comics podcast, I do end up, I curse on that. But mm. even then, I don't as much. And I do that with a guy, Eric, if you're not, you know, what ever listening to it. I say bad butt now on anything. And he, <laughs> he hates that. He, it drives him nuts. That's what it did. But. Yeah, I, I ended up listening to a couple deals. There was a Chainsaw Man deal oh. and then a regular, you know, manga. Pod, and it's just cursing and stuff. And it just, I don't know, just Bobby. doesn't feel right. So we're, we're, we try to be wholesome. <laughs> so with that, maybe you can support wholesomeness in, yeah, in the community. Also, <laughs> I don't know. My wife says I'm a nice guy. So well, yeah, that's good. it'd be great if everybody, and we get more and more people at the Patreon, we'll certainly up the ante over oh. there and maybe even have, you know, some things that, a little community going Big but dreams. that's that with all of that thanks everybody thanks luke and we're out of here and we'll talk to you next week you are all weirdos weird science is the revolution weird science is the revolution weird science is the revolution